Hey, it's Heidi Dawson, and this is Wednesday Wisdom, where I interview wildly successful people from across the world, where we get an inside view into what their daily life looks like. Success leaves clues, and on Wednesdays, we're finding them. Join me now for the latest wildly successful interview. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast, and welcome to Wednesday Wisdom. Today's episode is going to be epic. I have someone on today who is super inspiring to me and thousands of other women as well. She's the host of the Anything But Average podcast and also a very, very successful mindset coach with loads of really great ideas on how to master your mind, yourself, and your action. So I'm not going to wait one more second to interview, I mean, to introduce you to Lindsay Mango. Hi, Lindsay. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today. This is such an honor. Oh my gosh, you are so kind. Thank you. It's an honor to be here, too. Well, good. Thank you. I, I have created these questions, and I love creating them whenever I'm doing these interviews because I learn so much about each person that I've interviewed. And so you've created a hugely successful business and are now helping other women and men. Do you coach men as well? I actually just coach women. Okay. All right. So, so women, we'll leave the, the men coaching to your husband because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a coach also. Okay. So, um, where you want to find out some of the secrets that have made you successful because you are very successful in so many ways, in so many areas. I mean, um, so I follow you on Instagram and every single post you do is captivating. Like that is, I think the reason why I started following you is because something popped up and I was like, who is this? And what is all of this? I love her message. So, so you often will show your mornings. Do you have a set morning routine and can you, that you'll share with us? Of course. I'm sorry. I might've broke up for a second if I didn't respond to something. <laughs> oh no, no, that, that I think okay. I heard it kind of like wobble, but you know, sometimes Wi-Fi, I want to just, you know, yeah, me too. <laughs> no, you're but good. I think good. Okay, perfect. I was like, was she like talking to me? And I like, wasn't yeah, talking to me. totally like boring her. It's okay. <laughs> so, um, morning routine. Yeah. So I have found a morning routine that's really worked for me because there's a couple of things. It's, I can be like a robot sometimes if I'm a little bit too rigid okay. and I like march around if it's too like structured. Um, and then if I don't have any structure, I will, who knows what I'll be doing. So I've kind of found this happy median where I don't necessarily have like eight o'clock we're doing this, nine o'clock we're doing this, like any of that, but I always do make sure I count right. I think four to five things every morning, the order sometimes looks a little different. So I always drink coffee with my husband. I read every morning. Um, I do what I call thought work. So like really getting my mindset in check, making sure that I'm prepared for the day the way that I want to be. Um, I work out. So it's whether, whatever it is, I'll move my body is basically the intention, um, in some way, shape or form. And then I think the only other thing is like, I get ready. Like I always make sure that I have time to get ready for my day. I'm sure you know, like working from home sometimes it's easy to be like, yeah, I'm just going to wear sweatpants. But for me, it helps me show up at my peak. Um, so I always make sure that there's time for that. And those are really like the four to five main things that I do every day. They tend to be in the same order, but um, 
again, I used to come from a framework where I was like, I have to work out and I would like force myself instead of when I come from the perspective of I want to move my body and I get to choose how I do it. It gives me a little bit of that creative freedom to do what feels most in alignment for me. That's, that's beautiful to me because the, I tend to be that way as well. Like the, the rigid, you know, I will get on, if I get on a, like a, a little soldier, you know, yeah. and that isn't fun. So, cause I think we're feminine, right? So our energy is just like, wow, it can be. So oh. some structure is good, but too much structure feels suffocating. So I do the same thing. I love, I love that, that you're not so rigid about it. Cause some people are, and that works for them, but it doesn't. Totally work for everyone. So now another the second question, and these are the kind of two questions that I ask everybody. And then I kind of go into your, like your specialty, but yeah. it's because I love the idea of morning routine and setting your day up for success, but also sleep to me is so important. Like, do you have, do you, do you have a certain set hours that you sleep? Or are you one of those people that only needs four hours or whatever? Oh no, I do not need only four hours. I, I feel like I get at least eight hours of sleep every night. I don't like have like a set bedtime, but okay. I usually, I mean, I definitely, I'm not a night owl. Like I always joke. I'm like, after like five or 6 PM, my husband jokes that I like turn into a pumpkin. Like, <laughs> I, I'm so happy to hear that because I feel like, honestly, you, we were talking earlier about getting ready. I do. I, I get ready every single day, just like you yeah. do, because I, I don't, you know, as a, I still do design. And so I, I can't, my, I can't feel creative unless I feel, uh, you know, pretty, <laughs> you know, at least put together, you know, cause I'm like, Oh, it makes me feel more creative. So anyway, um, so yeah, eight hours. I don't even, that what just happened is I don't know where I went with that, but oh, you're good. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> so do you like night, nighttime routine? So for me, I tried to, I'm usually nine o'clock. I go to sleep. Like last night I was oh, asleep. At nine. I know. But it's not, it doesn't happen all the time. But then I'm up, you know, I can get up early, which I, I'm a morning girl. Me too. Oh, yeah. for sure. Okay, good. All right. So eight hours, that's good. You know, I interviewed a girl the other day and I loved this about her. She, she, she was like, um, I have to sleep 11 hours. That's and amazing. I know. I was like, I wish I could sleep 11 hours. And she said, and I'm like, all right, <laughs> uh, that's a, you know, maybe that's a goal. I don't know. I think that put me into a coma, but anyway. <laughs> So your Instagram posts are always so amazing. I mean, I think that's one thing that uh, everybody loves about you. And the message always seems to just connect. Like, is there any advice you could share with people that are trying to create posts that engage? Yeah, I love that you're asking me this because I've actually been thinking a lot about it because I get so much feedback. Um, honestly, I think one of the biggest things is I actually forgot to mention this in my morning routine. Um, one of the most important things is <laughs> I don't technically usually work before like 11, but I still, I mean, I love what I do. So I spend time thinking about it. So I actually spend time in the morning thinking about value and thinking about my ideal clients and thinking about like what they need to hear and but I always tell people, a lot of times people think that copy or content is like an equation, right? Like there's a right way to do it. There's a wrong way to do it. And I always tell like my clients and my people that great content comes from a, what I call a clean mind. And when your mind is clean, what I mean by that is you're in a place where you're not like 
you're not focused on, oh my gosh, like I might hit my goals, I might not hit my goals, or there's a right way to say this or a wrong way to say this. When you're in that type of mindset, it's really hard to write authentic content that connects versus, yeah, when you're in a place of like, I know I'm going to hit my goals no matter what. And in that type of belief and my people like are waiting and like drooling at the mouth to hear what I have to say, what do they need to hear from me? It allows you to show up in such a different energy and really think deeply about your ideal client and who you're serving um, in just such a powerful way, which I think is why it connects so deeply is I really do spend time thinking, okay, like what is her biggest problem today? And then I ask myself more questions. I'm like, well, why is she struggling with this? And I ask like, why like seven times so that I can really explain it in a way that people understand it. Right. Cause I understand obviously my profession on a deeper level. That's why I do what I do. But if I don't bring it down to a level that people can really grasp, then I'm going to miss the mark. So I really spend a lot of time thinking about value, how I can explain some things more simply and what are, what are they thinking? What are they experience and how, experiencing and how can I connect with them there? Yeah, that's so, that, that's why it does connect is because you're taking it down to the, almost the core place. Like, okay, this is the issue. You think it's this, but yes. when we're down to it, it's this, and this is what we're going to do about it. So that, I I, that's it. really, really good is what, you know, thinking about what your ideal client is worried about that day. You know, I try to do that. Um, you talk about, you said great content comes from a clean mind. And I, I think, Sometimes, and a majority of the time, my podcasts come from either my meditation or in the middle of the night. The last two podcasts, I've written at 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. So, because I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, that's exactly what I needed to hear. So, it's, uh, that's, that's, that's wonderful advice to really learn how to uh, have a clean mind. Is that, that's so hard though. <laughs> oh, it is. I mean, but, and that's also why I teach what I teach. Right. That's, that's, that's what, what I, I do. do. <laughs> I think it, I, I think you also make a great point too, though, in that a lot of times when people go to create content is they like try to force it out. They like are, mm-hmm. they have the thought I have to create content. Right. Or they have thoughts like, is anyone paying attention? Is this all of that, right. and again, that doesn't create the feeling of power and inspiration. Mm-mm. So you're disconnected from that, and then your content is going to reflect that. Versus, kind of like you said, like when your brain's kind of turned off or in a total place of like belief, it can be inspired, it can be powerful, and that's really what it is. Right. It is that. That's that's so true. So. Um, have now in your latest podcast, actually there's mindset issues. That's, I wanted to touch on that first. Yeah. Sometimes mindset issues come from past experiences and past mistakes. And I know we all have them. So, you know, that's not anything new. How do you help clients move past that story in their head that when I was a kid or my parents or when I was in school, you know, the, the trauma that we, that some people really do and it's real. How do you help them move past that? Yeah. So I think the first step, I mean, you've already gotten there at this point, but is really awareness. So I'm always telling my clients and my audience that like, you cannot change anything until you're aware of it. So just really elevating, like, what is that inner chatter? Like, what is that voice saying in my head? and bringing awareness 
to it. I think the next part is because these stories feel so true, I always ask my clients, like, does this serve you to actually create the result that they want? And that really creates kind of permission in their own brain to be like, oh, this doesn't serve me. I don't want to take this with me. And, and it helps them make a decision that they actually want to shift this internal story. So I would say those are the first two parts. Then the next is I help them identify a new story or a new perspective that will serve them. And the most important part about that is a story that they can connect with. So I always tell clients like, you know, affirmations I, I think are great, but if you're telling yourself a story or a thought that you don't actually believe, your brain is kind of like, that's BS. Like we're going to kick that out. I don't really believe that. Yeah. Yeah. We're, I'm going to believe the story that I've had since I was five years old, that I'm not a disciplined person. I have right. all of the evidence. So it's really about finding a new perspective or a new story that they can believe. And how I help them do that is find actual evidence of how it's true for them. So we'll look for evidence like, okay, outside of them, where in the world is there evidence that someone is not disciplined and has great results? Or where in the world is there evidence that someone like you became a disciplined person because they wanted to be? So really starting, I always joke that like, I think about it like there's an angel and a devil on our shoulder, right? And our, right. our devil has all the old stories and the beliefs. We really got to like I almost also think about them as like lawyers. I'm like, we got to like find as much evidence for the lawyer that we want to believe in and keep looking for things like that. So I help them look for different evidence and then also see evidence in their own life of yeah. where new stories and beliefs are. Right, changed. of where they, where they have shown that they can be, yeah. you know, yeah, dis disciplined. Uh, they all have, have something that they're disciplined at, even if it's, you know, just getting your kids to school on time, you know, so that's a big deal. Actually, I say, even if I don't have children, so there's moms out there, they're going to be like, uh, ma'am, <laughs> let me just say that's a big one. So sorry, let's use a different one. Um, no, even if it's just something so simple as drinking your coffee every morning, Hey, you're disciplined at that. You know, so it's the same thing. I, um, have, I had a nutritionist one time tell me that you can't just quit a habit. You, you can, some people are able to do that, but you also have to replace it. And I think that's very similar to what you're saying is you're saying to create a new story. And you know, if, if you're troubling, if you have trouble drinking like three, three glasses of wine at night and you want to stop, you can't just stop it because then you're, you're, you're going to want to reach for something. So maybe you reach for sparkling water, you reach for tea. So I think that that is really a yeah. idea. You can do the same thing with your mindset as far as that goes. I love that. So good. So good. Um, so your, uh, latest podcast that I listened to was on creating motivation and it was really good. Um, with everything that's been going on in our world, it seems harder than ever for people to, to create motivation and really, it's more important than ever right now because of the way, I mean, what's going on. So what would you say to someone that's struggling with focus or motivation in the current climate? Yeah, I think that the biggest thing is to create motivation, you have to be focused on, I don't want to say like right or wrong thing, but you have to be like what you're focused on. My husband always says this, what you focus on expands. And to create motivation, you have to be focusing on something that creates motivation for you. Right. So 
a lot of us like to, I talk about on the podcast, like willpower ourselves, like force ourselves, push ourselves, be like, you have to do this, you should do this to try to get ourselves into motion. But in reality, most of us, that doesn't create motivation. That makes us feel like we're like whipping ourselves into place, <laughs> like yelling at ourselves instead of finding something like, why do I actually want to do this thing? Like what would make me want to work out? Well, I, I, it makes me feel good. It makes me feel healthy. It makes me show up at my peak. Or why do I want to get online and post content to build my business? Well, I want to because I want to help people who are suffering. I want to serve my audience. There's one person today that's listening to what I have to say. At least I'm going to post for them. It's about really like reaching for the next like better feeling thought and perspective and finding something that lights a fire in you that gets you into motion instead of focusing on all the things that don't like motivate. Right. Just, I mean, at this point we kind of just need to, you know, sort of put COVID on the back burner, <laughs> you know, and just recognize that right now we are, we don't know what is going on with it. So let's focus on good content. Let's focus on our workout. That's great advice because, you know, it's easy to get caught up in that. And I've, I've just, you know, to the, to now I'm just kind of focusing on what I'm doing and what I can do better for my mindset, my health, you know, my podcast, my design, my clients, things like that. So that's wonderful advice. Um, and I, I would also say that, like, I think it's important to be aware of what's going on, but I also think there's a, there's a line, right? Like I don't honestly spend a lot of time scrolling or like watching the news because I know that it's going to pull me in a spiral, right? Of focusing on the things that I don't want to be focusing on, focusing on the problem instead of the solution. You know, I, I think that's, that's so good that you say that because it's not, not everybody can, does that, you know I mean? I know, and I talk about this in my podcast too, is like, don't, you know, don't focus on, don't turn the news on as your background noise. I mean, that's gonna, it isn't, nothing good's going to come from that, you know? And so that's, that's good. I mean, I think just having certain things that you listen to in the morning rather than that, like we could put on your podcast, which I love. Um, and I do, I mean, I, every single one of them that I've listened to, and I just, I haven't listened to all of them, but I'm working on it. Oh, <laughs> so it's, it's very, very good. Um, so, so things like that, putting good, good things into your mind rather than things that are going to put you in a spiral, like you said. So that kind of goes on to the mindset. Limiting beliefs is a mindset topic that you talk about a lot. Um, is there a belief that you had to overcome because you're so, you're so successful and so, you know, you're happy, all of that. So do you find that there's a common belief that most people had? And is there one that you had to overcome? Oh gosh, I feel like I had to overcome so many different beliefs. <laughs> um, I think the biggest one that like shows up for me and I think shows up for, I, I truly think every single human has this like limiting belief. Um, is in some way, shape, or form is for me personally, it was I have to achieve to be enough. Okay. And I think whether it's um, everybody has different enoughness stories, like I'm worthy when I'm this or that. But I think for me, one of the biggest things that I still have to keep like kind of tabs on inside of myself is thinking like, attaching my worthiness to hitting my goals or achieving something and learning how to like 
learning that that belief wasn't serving me, learning how to realize that I was worthy and whole without the achievement and then wanting the achievement like outside of that just because I wanted it, just because I wanted to serve more people. So I think that was one. Um, I think, I mean, this is just top of mind, honestly. Yeah. And I think it's such a good conversation to have just for females specifically. Right. Realize that. The worst at it. <laughs> right? I, it's crazy. I realized that one of the biggest, I literally just wrote a post that hasn't gone out yet, but I realized one of the beliefs I used to have was that like my needs came like second or last. And even though I didn't have kids and I still don't, but like I, I was raised to at some point, even though I was treated equally, but I was raised to think that like, you know, I'm the one who has to clean the house and put dinner on the table and do my job and handle all of these things. Like mm -hmm. my desires come second. So really working on like that belief of like, I'm allowed to make my desires first, that that actually serves the greater good. It serves my family. It serves my yes. husband better. Yes, absolutely. Right, right. Okay. So I haven't really heard, I, you know, I've been in mindset. I love mindset and I haven't really heard it put that way. Um, I have to achieve to be enough the way you said that, um, that I can relate to that. And I, I I'm glad that you said that. Cause I really want to think I'm going to do a little more thinking on that because yeah. I think I do that as well, you know, so, yeah. you know, moving the goalposts on yourself. Oh, for sure. And I think, you know, it's like uh, Tony Robbins says, blame elegantly. Like, I, I partially think it's what created a lot of my success in my life. Right. But what I realized is at a certain level, it just didn't serve me anymore. Because what it does is it creates frantic. Like, when you are chasing your worthiness, you feel frantic, you feel pushy, you feel stressed and like this high sense of urgency. And I started to realize as I grew to new levels, I was like, that's not how I want to live my life. And that's not how I want to grow my business. That isn't, that isn't going to work long-term. Yeah. I journal every morning and I always say, I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. Right. And where I, you know, this is, I'm, there is no urgency. There is no rush. Uh, I'm doing everything I need to do. So, and you know, and, and believing that is, is what I'm <laughs> working on every day. <laughs> you know, so yeah, but that's um, okay. So then your podcast, anything but average. Uh, I love, first of all, the title of it, but also it's really, really good. I mean, I encourage anyone who's listening right now to this podcast to subscribe to that podcast because you're going to, you will A, learn something, B, it will help you be motivated. <laughs> it's really good. Now, other than your podcast and my podcast, is there a podcast you listen to that you, that we should be listening to or a book that you recommend? Ooh, great question. Um, let's see. Let me think. It's really interesting. I, I read a lot, but I actually, as I've developed, been developing my own like body of work, I haven't been listening to as many podcasts as I used to. Um, <laughs> but I love uh, the life coach school. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, that one's always brilliant. And then book, gosh, I, I don't, have you read Glennon Doyle's uh, Untamed, her new book? No. Mm -mm. Oh, it's really good. Untamed, um, okay. Highly recommend it. Um, Glenn, Glennon Doyle? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It, I, I mean, it's amazing. And I always love, like, Gabby Bernstein. Like, again, I, I'm 
uh, I'm a, like a doer. And so like trusting in the universe and like letting yeah. go and surrendering is always one of my biggest lessons. So it's like, I right. go back to her work. <laughs> yeah. I, I can relate to that as well. It's like you, I, I don't want to always take action, but I find that taking action leads to more action and more activity. And so sometimes, you know, when I'm feeling stuck, I'm like, well, what can I do? I just need to do something. And, but sometimes the best thing to do is do nothing. Yeah. Like, you know, just be yeah. like, okay, you don't, you don't, you know, you're not in the place to do anything. Nothing you do right now is going to be good. <laughs> oh, that's a mindset. Is that, that was a terrible mindset. <laughs> you're like, you need me. All right. So uh, <laughs> with um, this question is one that I like to ask because oftentimes I get really interesting answers from it. Um, with the wisdom that you have now, what would what advice would you give yourself when you were just starting out? Oh gosh. I would tell myself to really just enjoy the journey. Um, I think that it gets really easy to get really focused on the next goal and the next thing that you're going after and accomplishing and I think at every phase of growth and at every phase of my business, there's just so many different things to enjoy about it. And I think there were times where I could have just really like leaned into it more and enjoyed where I was more. Right. Right. Okay. That's, that's great advice. You know, and you hear that and it's sometimes it sounds cliche to say, enjoy the journey, but honestly, that is the whole key. I mean, it really is the key to everything because it's not about getting somewhere. It's about enjoying what you're doing while you're going along. So yep. that's, that's beautiful. Um, okay. So the last, the last question I have for you, I have 2,500 questions for you. <laughs> but it's a thing Cause we keep this that the way I want to keep this podcast short. So what would you say is the most important thing? And this is a tough one. Cause I know it. Can you narrow it down to do daily, like to do daily, to create, a sustained success is there something you could think of that everyone we should all be doing it oh gosh that's such a great question I mean I'm gonna say I call it self-coaching but I would say like really like working on your mindset every day so I've always compared yeah. it it's really easy to I mean even though this is the work that I teach there were times where I'm like, I've got too much to do today. And I just would like rush off into my day. But the thing that I realized was it's the difference of running a marathon and putting your gym shoes on first or not. Like right. doing your mindset work. And when I say that, I mean like really celebrating like your achievements for the day or gratitude for the day. And then looking at like what, where are my beliefs? Where is my thinking about my current goal or whatever it is that I'm going after? and how do I need to shift these things to approach my day from the place that I need to um and I look at it as like really it's like the most important thing it's like brushing your teeth because if that's not on straight then every single action you take in your day is skewed in a different direction right okay I think that's I mean that's I think that goes along with everything that you teach so yeah. that's perfect advice is just self-coach. I mean, ha and if you have a, a problem, <laughs> then hire a, a mindset coach. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, that's, that's what I think you are doing is helping people just get over themselves. Right. <laughs> I think oh. that's, that's a lot of the key. So how do we get in touch with you? If, I mean, everyone should follow you on Instagram. If you are listening right now, 
follow her on Instagram because you'll, you'll not regret it. <laughs> but how do they, like if they want to work with you mindset wise or however, how do they get in touch with you? Yeah. So they can follow me at Lindsay Mango underscore. That's like one of my favorite places to hang out. And then, um, I have a program called anything but average. So same title as my podcast, but it's a program and I focus on those three things. So helping you master your mind, master yourself and master your action. And essentially the whole focus of the program is creating your anything but average life. So it's not just, we have lots of women business owners in there, women who want to find their purpose, but it's not just for business. It's literally for thriving in every single area of your life. Because when you start to focus on you and your mind, it overflows into everything. So, awesome. so yeah, that's how people work with me. All right. Well, I will get with Stephanie and see if yeah. she can get us a link to that, to that for Perfect. the show notes so that people can just link right to it. But also, um, I'll put in the show notes, your, your Instagram information. So awesome. this has been so much fun. It's exactly what I thought it would be. Aww, <laughs> and I love stress. Like it's perfect. I was like, I know she's going to be wearing that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.